Welcome to another episode of Lion's Den. Make sure to rate and review and subscribe. Because if you don't do that, then what the fuck are we doing? We yeah. can't do it for you. Uh, also, uh, if you want to see me or Jason Collings live. Also, who uh, is, is Jason not here? He's here. There oh. he is. Okay, I didn't recognize him. Oh. You haven't met him. Jason's tried a new diet. He looked great. <laughs> I crack myself up. I don't give a shit. That's the only goal in your life is when you're in your 80s is to make yourself laugh. That's prolific, and I'm going to stick to it. Okay. Uh, either way, rate. Review. Review. Subscribe. Subscribe. Help us climb the, climb the charts. That's what we need to do. Email us if you want at podthelinesden at gmail. Podthelinesden at gmail. Um, and if you want to see us live, Jason Collins and I will be in Philadelphia battling through the coronavirus to get to you on March 19th to the 21st at the Philadelphia Punchline. And then me, Jason, Cat Guy, <laughs> Will, will all be at the Tempe Improv on April 2nd to April 5th if we make it. Corone to the bone, baby. Speaking of Corone to the bone, go see Jason uh, live. Speaking of Corone to the bone, that was a terrible segue. I get what you were trying no, to do. No, but he but go did because it was from before. Oh, All that's right. true. That's a callback to Oh, I get, I get what you're saying. That was a call, now. yeah. That's on me. Go ahead. Fair enough. Brea Improv, go see Jason March 26th, uh, and then go see Jason in Oakland at the Complex March 28th. Yes. And go to jasoncollings.com for tickets. New for website. Tickets. And very for fancy. me, you go to Instagram because my website is shit <laughs> until it's fixed. I'm having battles. Either way, uh, on today's episode of The Lion's Den, we have another guest, and it's uh, David Finn. I worked with him on three seasons of Undateable. He's a classically trained actor. He's a better actor than me. He's got a better voice than me. He's one of my favorite people in the world. He's hilarious. He's a great writer, and he also starred as the lead of School of Rock, written by Andrew Lloyd Webber on Broadway and, you know, whatever the London version of that is. I ain't that spot. But uh, either way, nominated for Olivia World. and we talk- God damn it, I almost got through it. Just shut up. You got Watch it. the goddamn episode or listen to the episode. Once again, make sure to subscribe. Make sure to download and rate. And review. And review. I know you guys get annoyed when people say that, but I'm starting to learn we have to say that, otherwise this shit shuts down. So... Do that, and whatever. I'm done with this shit. All right. Bye, guys. Let's get out of here, Jason. See you, guys. Don't say that about Will. Wait, what did he say? No, it's not about you. Shit. Enjoy the episode. We are friends Digging each other And that's all cut. Come on. Yeah. We, we've been good at not having to cut shit I say. So let's I know. Could we just have that most, be the most main part? Edits we can, are just oh, me going, you gotta cut that, you gotta yeah. cut that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> clip. That's the clip. Alright. Is this doing anything? You're good. Yeah, I'll let you know right. if it's not. We're back. David. Hi. Welcome to the Lions Den. David Finn to the Lions Den. It's so manly yeah. in here, isn't it? Okay. I said when I came into Will, it's like um it's like a seventies Swedish porn movie shooting oh, yeah. here. It's People kinda... uh, love commenting on our uh yeah, on our call. lion's den Chris, Chris's comment is that it had too many doors <laughs> yeah. too many doors oh yeah <laughs> yeah he was like I Why can't remember where I walked two doors on the same into. wall I don't think I've ever seen that before well one's a door to, to get out and then right. that's a closet I think that's where, we keep, door to a that's where we keep our secrets nice bathroom that's true Delia was in here being like hey man you have too many doors and he didn't even see the backyard yet until I opened that he goes what <laughs> you have a backyard I can feel residual Delia in here how's everybody feeling that was a great story I just told how's everybody feeling it sucked Corona. Got, I'm actually corona. sick right now. I'm getting sick. You sound sick. I was. Yeah. But it's not. It wasn't full blown corona to the bone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> already. Already. Sound I, bites. I thought it might have been, but it's not. It's a head thing. Okay. Yeah. But I mental was, me, like mental health stuff. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm crazy as shit. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Cold, he gets migraines a lot. Head cold. I get migraines, and then I get oh, when geez. the baromatic is like a middle aged woman. Baromat. He's barom- a good person to ask. They're more educated than Americans. Is it baromatic pressure? pressure? From a plane? When it when the weather changes, the barometer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That affects me. That oh, gives shit. me headaches and sinus issues. Is that why? Because yeah. I'm starting to, like, I'm sinusy and I, I'm coughing and stuff. Yeah. But trying I'm to, trying to fit in so much. I'm terrified of that corona thing. 
they um there are now cruise ships quarantined. They're quarantining cruise ships. A friend of mine, comic, not going to say their name, is on that cruise ship that they have quarantined off the coast of San Francisco. It's like Avenue Jesus Five. Yes. Yeah. Yep, you can't get off. Wait, quarantined like it's just in the ocean. They are. They have to wait for a non-commercial um, terminal to open so they could dock there. Fuck me. And then they have to test that no one can get off the ship. Yep. Because there's somebody that they think may have corona on the ship. They have to test them. Then if it comes back positive, then all them are quarantined. I think it's like 14 days or something. They quarantine them. Just one asshole rolling yep, it. Just one. And here's the thing. Uh, that that ship, 22, 22 people were found positive. On the ship? On the ship. This, this is what's crazy. On 20, uh, yeah. 22 people on the ship, they found that they had corona. 19 of those 22 were crew. Were crew. Yeah. So and they caught it from the boat because apparently there wasn't they didn't clean the boat right or something I don't know and now there's one in Long Beach there's one off the coast of Long Beach that's yeah isn't that where a lot of cruise ships go to Long Beach isn't that like yeah that dome it used to be it was a it was a soundstage for a while they shot a lot of movies in that big dome now it's a a cruise ship terminal for for Carnival and uh, Carnival Carnival's I yeah it's gross yeah. You it's you've done ew. a cruise ship before, yeah. haven't you? As was a it comic? carnival? Yeah, as a carnival. comic he has. Nice. I did a I did a cruise ship gig on a uh, as a it was the most depressing thing I've ever done. People I, there are a lot of people, people that, get stuck doing it for like twenty like musicians. It's, people love it. Years. <coughs> it's yeah. bad comics and, and bad it's hard to get once you're in a well, cycle no. of like <laughs> <laughs> Did you say bad comics? <laughs> Literally alienated no. half your friends just there. <laughs> They're not bad. They're not watching anyway. It's here's the thing. I'm saying for the people that actually love it and stay on it. It's good money. That's true. It it's is. And it's tax-free. And then like... Is it tax-free? Yeah, I watched it. A lot of it is. I watched a documentary about it. Oh, shit, I want to do that. So though. British. Yeah, I, I watched I watch a documentary it. about it. Um, <laughs> I watched a documentary about it. Yeah. You're leaving letters out? Yeah, you don't need that. It's not British, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so mad. So mad the way you did that. It's not British, man. I can talk to you like that. Um, before we started Undateable, I, used, I watched clips of everyone from their comedy. Oh, really? And Chris doing fake British on Conan, like, legit pissed me off. That <laughs> like legit made me mad. Funny, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, were you um, just like, "Fuck this guy"? I didn't know what he's like, talking this about. This not fucking this hack. Um, <laughs> I cannot do accents. I, I ne- that's never can not do. true at all. I can't do that's European not... accents. Okay, maybe I've never actually heard you try. I can do like a Latino accent. Yeah, because you're really good at accent. He's like a mimic. He's but like I a Jamie Foxx. But like Eastern European or like British, do, do Australian. I try a genuine British. Try genuine British. That's not. <sighs> Terrible. Did it make you it mad? Was, it was, no, it didn't make me mad. It was all right. You just went 20% too hard. Oh, really? Uh, 20% yeah. too odd. Oh, I'm doing it just like you. <laughs> yeah. At least Delia admits that he goes, exactly I just like do a cartoon and he doesn't give a fuck. You yeah. obviously no, could do, do it again. I'll I want to do it again. after you. Say a thing and I'll repeat um, um, <laughs> uh, do you. Do you guys want to go for a fry up and then a pint? Do you guys want to go for a fry up and then a pint? That was all right. That's not bad, actually. Another thing nice. about me, amazing nice. actor. Yeah. I see how serious I'm getting. Say it again. Do you guys want to go for a fry up and a pint? Do you guys want to go for a fry nope. up and a pint? Oh, too much. Stewie. Stewie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How dare you? Yeah. Brian. All right, let me try. Brian. Let me try it again. You guys want to go for a fry up and a pint? Oh, my God. Hey, my God. You used to like I doing I was trying the... to do Ben Kingsley and Sexy Beast. I don't fucking care what you're doing. No, 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 no. Look at you, you fucking fat leather man. You're like a cunt. You fuck, make a suitcase out of you, old doll. <laughs> oh, man, I want to be able to do so that. My favorite is that guy. Roasting. That is my only goal. Anybody, that's the other movie. People watch The Burbs when we mention that. That's the other movie I want to bring. Watch Sexy Beast. That's the other homework for the Lion's Den listeners. Sexy Beast, the way it opens is my goal as a man when I'm old as shit. Oh, when he's on the lilo? When, when he's just in that little bikini and, he, and it's just roasting. Yeah. A roasting right oh, now. fucking Winston. <laughs> he's all tough and then you put him in Cats the movie and he's not so tough anymore. He's in Cats? <laughs> yeah. What? They put I him on a tugboat. Yeah. Oh I, my I, God. I still got to get out and see that. That's still out, right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't. mean, how many cool ass people did Cats? Everyone. What's a, what is Jellicle? What is a Jellicle cat? It's made up. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's made up. Oh, is that that's a type of cat? That's a word that they use. They go this. to the Jellicle Ball, and then in the Jellicle Ball, I think it's something like they decide... Favorite movie. <laughs> I, know, I don't want it in so bad. Musicals, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I auditioned for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> they decide one person who gets the... It's like a metaphor for heaven, I think. So they go to this thing called the Jellicle Ball. 
So mm. the Jellicle cats go to the Jellicle ball and then, yeah. All dogs go so to heaven now. Yeah. And yeah, all yeah. cats go to hell. Yeah. Right? What? Well, oh. all dogs go to heaven. You ever saw that movie? Yeah, Burt Reynolds. Did they say that the cats go Is to hell? Cats go to hell. It's implied. Oh, okay. Cats Wait, suck. Can you check? Did Burt Reynolds do the voice of the dog in All Dogs Go to Heaven? Yeah, Maybe he did. All right, for the listeners, because we just went on a tangent yeah, right away. Um, David Finn and I uh, worked together on a show called Undateable. Better? Yep. But and, you didn't uh, have the accent in Undateable. I didn't. I no, did. Wait, no. one no, episode, I did. right? I, I did one oh, episode. Oh, yeah, I want to tell said... that story. Let me, let me just okay. intro him. So David Finn is uh, from England, classically trained actor, and we're going to get into the musical shit because i got to talk to you about that. Okay. And I met him on uh, Undateable, and he had to come in with a bunch of uh, – it was like a pirate ship, you know? Mm-hmm. Ron Funches at his you know, beginning, Rick Glassman at his weirdest, me <laughs> at his, really bizarre his greenest, and D'Elia. It was like coming in, you had to be funny to be on the show. Mm. And it's there were women t- on that show as well, Brent. Yes, I'm getting sexist, there. Right? Bianca. Sounded like you'd finished. There was one woman on that show in no, season I, one. I was going to say, I just talked to Bianca yesterday. Bianca was on the show. I'm not going to try her last name. We always fuck Kalkovich. Whoa, <laughs> not that. She's not supposed to know Kalkovich. Kylik. Kylik. I mean, it wasn't even close. I know. Kylik. I know, Bianca but the Kylik. running joke on set was that her name was so weird and complicated that it got to the point that I guarantee on, that Dalia doesn't know it either. Like, because we made fun of it so much. What if the running joke on set was that it was so easy, but you guys were all making it seem like it was complicated? Just for Couldn't figure it out. <laughs> no, they yeah, probably, Chris they would be like, like for me and Chris. You ask Chris and you just be like, yeah, it's I don't fucking know. Give a shit. Text like, it. was fine. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, got to work with him. And, uh, okay, so, and then also Bridget Mendler, who I did the other show with, mm-hmm. who was what we like to call the one who stuck, because they fired a lot of women really? around me. <laughs> you know what I mean? People are like, no, no. This is really... What are you implying, man? I'm implying that they probably were just going through a list of people like, Brent's really ruining all chemistry with these people. Yeah. And Bill wouldn't fire me. So True. Because all those girls, uh, Ali, Machalica, and uh, Briga Helen, yep. they've all gone on to much bigger things. <laughs> <laughs> And then Bridget went Briga. to MIT. Here we are. <laughs> so, yeah, Bridget was Briga like, I don't want to do it anymore. I yeah, she saw Briga on Curb. Yeah, she was just on Curb. She's on everything, man. She's yeah, great, she's man. Doing, she's, she's so, so good. good. Uh, either way, what we would have David come in, because David actually read for Chris's part, too. He mm. came in and came read for uh, Delia's part. Yeah, they were going to try and maybe at one point go like a Jack Black way with it, I think. Yeah, because we couldn't find that that role, and Chris was on Whitney at the time. And, and uh, he came in, and like Bill Lawrence loved doing shit like this right. with him. He made him like you came in American, and then he would go like, "Show him, show him, show him." Uh, Is somebody here? Uh, Someone in your yeah. house? All right. Um, either way, uh, you make him come in American and go, "Now show him, show him." And he'd be like, "Hello," and they're like, "Z," like, like he was, he was like, like you a, were like you were a novelty. Yeah, like Look a show monkey. Look what I found. He literally on tape nights he'd wheel me out and he'd be like. Show me a magic trick. Wheel you out? And then I, yeah, That's in front right, of the audience. Say, show me the magic trick. Show, show the audience your magic trick, and then I'd have to do an American accent. Let me but, hear. And I'd always end up saying the same, like, I'm just a farm boy from Ohio. Like, just really, <laughs> so like... Cool, okay, so here's what happens. So, initially, he comes in, and he ends up playing the, the bartender. Uh, Matt Wilkes played uh, the the gay bartender before you did, and he's also great, too. I love oh, that man. guy. How good was he? Now, that's uh, an actor. <laughs> That uh, guy's body. I wanted him to date my brother so bad. That dance music number that you guys did. Yeah, either way. uh, So they hire him because, honestly, the only person that had a problem with Matt was, like, I think the CEO at the time or something. But uh, they bring in you because I have to admit it. Chem reading with him for Chris's part, it was night and day to every actor we had. Including Chris. And uh, yeah, I mean, I couldn't see. <laughs> auditions are really hard. Nice. I suck at auditions. And so I was in awe of him because I was like, wow. I'm like, even so. when I'm, I'm reading so. with him, I'm like, man, I would feel so good if that happened. And then he did one of the most British shit ever, too. He leaves and goes, oh, man, cheers. And he walks out and I go, cheers. cheers. This yeah. guy's a pro. Yeah. A bunch of people out here started saying cheers. And I've going, noticed that. And no yeah. worries. Yeah. And cheers. signing off emails with cheers. Yeah. Get out of here. You have to remind me of the word, but this is when I think we became best friends. So we shoot the... the guys are best friends? Well, well, I just remember when <laughs> I started, when I loved him so much. So we're doing the, uh, the reshoots for the pilot because mm-hmm. they had recast his role. And so now he's in it. And they had him American because they didn't know which he should have just been British right away. But they had him American. And you, what was the word you said? Where massage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're doing it's the four of us sitting at a booth, 
and he's doing a killer American accent. But then when he got to the word massage, it was so British. Did you say massage? Massage, yeah. yeah. Goes, massage. And then they go, is cut. He, is he giving and, her a neck massage? Yeah, neck massage. <laughs> but you got to understand, he was coming onto a pilot that's been firing people like, can't, like you yeah, know, yeah. so when they said cut and no one's coming, it's just us sitting at the table. I say to this day, he did the most British thing ever. He goes, he's nervous, and he goes, Oh dear. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I literally just moved my countries. Yeah. yeah. For the show, and you like uprooted. I knew how many people had been fired. Uh, yeah, it's been the a, other girl. Yeah. There was another girl who got fired as That's well. That's true. We had a, one in between. There were so many people getting fired from the show. So when he said massage, <laughs> I would have the same feeling. I go, I'm out. And so yeah. he just goes, oh, everybody dear. throws their scripts <laughs> in the air. I know. That's what it felt like. And I was yeah. like, fuck, can't we just do another take and like not worry about it? Yeah, they, they did a bad job. Of huddle. Like, wow. Network execs huddling. I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> it really was scary. So then we had to do reshoot, reshoots. And I was like, massage, massage, massage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they did a British. And, and that's honestly part of Bill Lawrence on just sticking up for that shit. Because yeah, awesome. Bill always was like, no, he's going to be comedically so funny and just let him be himself. Like, that's what everybody on the show was doing, was a version of himself. So just yeah. let the motherfucker be and he himself. And he gave the character a bit of mileage as well to be like a Brit fish out of water thing. And yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. We had a lot of fun on that fucking show. That was a fun set. I, I would yeah. go, if you remember, I would go to so many tapings yeah. and just hang out. It was. A you lot were almost did, in the man. show a few times. What's that? You were almost in the show a few times, yeah, but they kept that. rewriting all the time because we wouldn't get scripts till the day of shooting. Damn I know. It. You were close. That close. I was saying this to Rick when I did his podcast. <clears throat> Shout out to Rick Glossman. Rick Glossman. Take a shoot. Definitely, out. like uh, at points, like took it for granted. Yeah, how, how fun it was. Yeah, and how honestly, I, I, even knowing that in my head, what you're saying, I knew that. I was like, this is something that is special. You still took it for granted because Bill Lawrence allowed the set to be that loose. Yeah, and he really just he put a bunch of crazy animals mm. and just said, let them go. Yeah, I mean, Bill would just walk around with a tequila on tape night and be like, yeah, try it out. I was, I was always because I've never done work that. on any other set. Yeah, <laughs> I've never been on a show or anything like that since I was like a child and too young to remember. And I was always like, "Is this how it just always is?" Yeah, mm. and there'd be yeah. a bar no. between because we yeah, and then we do a, a, a West yeah. Coast and then an East Coast taping. Yep. So we everyone would have a couple of drinks between well, the shows. That, and yeah, was, there was that green room that was yeah. made into it was live black lounge. Ice. They called it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That black was the bar. thing I used to be pissed at too because when family and friends would visit, I do miss those tape nights so much. Yeah, and. uh because it was the best thing you could do. Yeah. You could just have your friends and family. You don't have to worry about them. They could eat for free, drink for free, enjoy the fact that they're mm-hmm. in Hollywood. And then the thing that pissed me off is when I'd walk in and see like Johnny Galecki and the Big Bang people because they were on the same lot. And I'm thinking, you guys make a million dollars an episode. This is our free shitty world. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why are you yeah. here? It used to bother me for some reason so much. He knows this, but you don't know this. The, whenever it showed an, an exterior shot of the bar, yeah, that oh, stock right. photo, yeah, I was a bouncer at that actual bar. Fuck, where yeah. is it? Today. It's in Seal Beach, California, Orange County. Nice. It's in a little beach town in like just south of Long Beach, California, called Seal Beach. Nice. And the actual bar is called O'Malley's. But for the picture, they you know took that out and put the yeah, yeah. black guys, black guys, black eyes, black eyes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. pilot, black eyes. And uh, I remember the first time I they showed that I was like, oh, that yeah, I was a. That was a hangout for when, yeah. I was, when I was growing up, but then I was a bouncer there for a little while. Well. And action, your brother, too, Much right? action in a little beach town like that? Yeah, a lot of action, heads, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was cracking heads. Okay. Dude, him, was your brother a bouncer there, too? Yeah, both of us at the same time. Tell oh. him the story about that huge guy. I know we talked about it last week or something, but like, when he was a bouncer. Was it, didn't we already tell, did I tell the story on the podcast? I think yeah, he, I think the last one. Which will, yeah, we had a few bouncer stories. The one who you threw out. The oh, guy when I used his head to, yeah. No, I told the one about, there was a guy that was, yeah. There was a guy grabbing asses at the bar, and the and the manager, Irish guy, says, Jason, you got to get this guy. I go over and I go, where is he? He goes, he went into the restroom. You got to go in there and ask him oh, to leave. Yeah. He's been grabbing. I go, okay. So I walk into the restroom. The guy's like seven feet tall. He's a monster. He's a giant, and he's not <laughs> like out of shape. He looked like a professional athlete, and I'm like, oh, come on. I go in there, and I, I got to kick him out. I walk in, and I was like, oh, and it was just him and I. Oh, no. And he's pissing at the urinal, and he looks over his shoulder, and he goes, are you here to kick me out? And I was like, yeah. Like a big... Yeah, yeah. why? Yeah. Please. And he goes, don't worry about it, man. I'll leave after I... Oh. <laughs> no crazy. one was in there to see it, so and then he leaves, and they're like, what happened? Oh, I told the best story. He like, just walked out? I told him. 
if you didn't get shit, you know, you know I was like, <laughs> yeah. pinch it off, asshole. <laughs> pinch it yeah. off and fucking leaving. But none of that happened. Yeah, that's right. We literally, he was just so cool. Yeah. About it. All right, I'll go. I'll, don't worry about it. I'll what go. a nice guy. Oh. Did anybody I mean, send yeah, any emails? asshole for fake, grabbing asses, but. Fake fight stories? Yeah, right. No, not fake. But we got one. We email. got one lie story though. Yeah, but I'll, oh, like, yeah. I'll we'll read it. Yeah, because yeah. when you talk I just, now, it's hitting me when we did a <clears throat> Sunday brunch for Monday. I think the last one when you told that story and like it's a huge guy. He left and he goes and I lied my ass off when he left. I I told the lies of fight yeah. stories I had. So I was like, a lot of men have lied about fights that never happened. Yeah, we have had a few so. people email in. What I remember is some guys talking about he had told all his friends in junior high that he was dating some actress on a TV show. Oh, really? Yeah, and he's got a story. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Oh, that's it. right. I told the Jessica Rose story, too. Yeah. There was a guy a year above me at, um, at drama school in London who... Um, he told everyone he was dating Alicia Silverstone and it was like really? a few years just a couple of years after Clueless like maybe four or five years after God, Clueless so hot. he like, just told people that yeah he's telling everyone and he turned up at the pub one day with her oh so he wasn't lying and he wasn't lying <laughs> oh wow. wow and like out of context you bring a movie star to like a little pub in London yeah. like right like fucking mind, like mind's blown alright let's get into that then okay so where you grew up in Brixton Right. Oh, hang on. What? <laughs> Am I wrong? No, I lived there. I lived there. just before I moved here. I, I lived in Brixton. Yeah, near that's Brixton. I remember. Yeah. So uh, did you grow up in Liverpool? Am I saying it right? Oh, that's no. That's Liverpool's like sounds like the Beatles. Oh, okay. That's Liverpool. All I, that's all I know about. Liverpool talks <laughs> like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. does this. Yeah. Where did you grow up? London. Oh, okay. I was born in Ireland. Grew up in Northwest London. Oh, that's right. You, I remember yeah. you telling me you were born in Ireland. Yeah. So you're re- actually Irish. I'm Irish. Yeah. Yeah. Full Irish mm-hmm. passport. Murphy is this, whoops. Whoa! Yeah, it's fine. My real, my real name's Murphy. Cut that. No, that's fine. Oh, okay, because I have you on my phone as David Murphy, and Delia used to be like, "Are you having his Finn?" I go, "Cause he's a human." <laughs> <laughs> and then Chris goes, "What's that?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you grew. What made you act though? Because you grew up in like. Uh, here's what I and tell me. I'm wrong. Okay. The difference between uh, You're wrong. Yeah. Well, this is kind of like the thing that I was wondering about why uh, British actors get a lot of roles. Is because in England they treat acting like royalty, like it's, it's something that's pristine. It's not. It's not something that's like looked down upon, like it can be in America, where it's like, oh, a delusional person wants to be famous out here. Out in like in England, the richer, the better school you get to go to, like things yeah. Like there's that. a lot of there's a lot of um, there's a lot of that, and there's a lot of talk of the kind of the privileged kids. It's easier to become an actor because then you don't have to struggle through drama school, and it's it's much easier. Like it's really difficult for a working class kid to go to drama school training yeah um yeah absolutely uh i i would agree with you to a point in that i think la is different to new york in that um my friend put it really well people in london and new york uh admire the hustle Mm. whereas in la it's kind of you admire the success that's the same thing with stand-up in my opinion yeah yeah that's true from new york to la yeah same yeah. thing, and I think I think that's because of the the kind of the theater background that everyone has in those places. Yeah, especially yeah when they go to in New York, they always say you go to New York to act, you go to L.A. to be famous or yeah. something. Uh, but <clears throat> when you're in England, living in England, how do you get in drama school? Because you went to drama school. I did. Uh, my dad sold a motorbike. What to, to help pay for it? You didn't hear him. Yeah. His dad sold a motorbike. My dad sold the motorbike. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I got bank loans. Do you mean how did it happen? Like in terms of yeah, how do you get in? Like you just, you, because I, I'm not calling anybody out with this, but I the more research I do, and, and these guys are phenomenal actors. But like Benedict Cumberbatch, I think even a James Corden, I think Eddie Redmayne, like all these guys, they would go to boarding schools that like Prince Harry would go to and stuff, right? Yeah, not so, Corden. Corden, I don't think went to drama school. I think Corden got successful when he was like quite young. Oh, okay. But those oh. guys, Eddie Redmayne, Prince Harry. Uh, Damien Lewis, oh yeah, Hiddles, Tom Hiddleston, all those guys went to Eton, Eden. Eton, Eton, which is proper. like, yeah. where'd you go? I just went to a fucking shitty high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I went to yeah, yeah. It, so it, it was an easy transition for them, is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's, kinda... it's, it's way easier because yeah, they'll, you hmm. know, they 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 don't have to worry about how they're going to get funding and stuff. So your dad sold wow. a motorbike. Dad sold stuff. I got loads of bank loans. And um, did you have to audition to get into yeah. one of these? Two monologues. No Fuck. scholarship, huh? Awful. Two monologues. Two monologues. How many yeah. pages? Like a page on each one. One Shakespearean, one modern. Wow. Yeah. Wow. In front of just people, just so a whole board of people. But I, wow. I think I was lucky. I think I got in by the skin of my teeth. Like I auditioned. I think I was someone dropped out, and they were like, "We need to find a replacement quick." Really? I had like three weeks' notice. 
before oh, so I they went. do that, huh? Yeah. Because they in America, the other thing too is that they close a lot of drama departments and colleges because people there's not enough people going. Really, it's a little different. Hmm. Yeah, I just That's noticed that. With I also may have made that up. You could have. <laughs> <laughs> so like you, you go to drama school, but yeah. when did you when did you want to be an actor? Uh, I did. So I was I was not really into it and then i so in in the uk when you're a se- like a, like your last two senior years in high school you do a thing called a levels which is like the sats i guess and you have to pick four subjects to specialize in and i picked three and i was like i need to pick a fourth and i was like i did a bit of that when i was a kid i'll just do that and i just kind of fell in love with it really um yeah because i was playing quite a bit of sport and stuff and then it's a it, great soccer player sorry football player. oh thanks man and then it just kind of took over from from doing the from from sport and um at the time it was girls it, it honestly it yeah. was just girls really the, like i like you i walked into the club and i couldn't believe it was just 90 percent. i'm going here just pretty girls this is yeah. what i'm doing yeah so um man i wish we had pretty girls in our like plays i never did a play i was too scared in high school and they were doing uh macbeth i think and me and my I'd buddy i'd love Garrett. to see you do macbeth <laughs> I would love it. Cupid's arrow. I Struck think... by Cupid's arrow. Is what? That, is that Macbeth? No, that, you're thinking of Hamlet. Yeah. Slings and arrows. We should get you to read uh, a you Macbeth just Stop there. We should get you to read. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth bully attack. No, my, te- my English teacher even, like we read Macbeth. Yeah. And I think she was trying to be like a, she's a great teacher, but she was trying to be like a. The cool teacher. Ch- no, trying to be like a, I believe in you teacher. But she didn't understand how dyslexic She's trying to be Robin, and bad I am. Robin Williams in, uh... <clears throat> yeah, like, yeah, 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 a little uh, fucking uh, dead poet society. Yeah, 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 yeah. But didn't understand that I'm dyslexic and that I that I can't read out loud well at all. Built my career as a stand-up. And he goes, you know what? Why don't we get it on its feet, Brent? Why don't oh, you boy. play Macbeth? And I go, hmm. Like, like she's getting so I had to cold uh-huh. read Shakespeare, and she made me stand, and the whole class was in a circle and read the entire fucking play. Out loud, never read it before as a sophomore in high school at 14, 15 years old. Therefore, where I swear, therefore, where It was more like, therefore, fuck. I didn't know you knew Macbeth. Ah, dude. He's just great. But either way, uh, I would be terrified to do Shakespeare. I would be terrified to do Shakespeare. That, that, I can't even begin to understand. It's just music, bro. It's just music, bro. It's just music, bro. It's poetry, bro. We'll get into that in a a second about you trying to teach me how to sing a certain note and do certain (laughs) things on set. (laughs) Like... Um, oh can you show clips on here where you cut, like? That's true. It, Rick does that. We could do that. Can we could do that. Sure. Um, we should definitely show the uh, the, the, the grease one. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> all right. All right. Little side side story. That that was uh, when we were live, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that was maybe our favorite episode that nobody will ever see because remember we used to we used to do a test audience the night before we did the live taping like Mm -hmm. that's how they wanted to do it everybody fucked up so bad me at the height of fucking up the most do you remember what you did (laughs) what did you do so he had to sing well you could sing it I can't sing it so he he had to sing uh, the end of summer nights from Greece and I, I said I said to Brent I was like I said if you start too high you're gonna fucking it's <laughs> he gonna started sound... way too high didn't he anyway um, summer dreams ripped at the seams but oh and then I would give him a, the note quietly I'd go those and he went those <laughs> and you couldn't yeah, hear it that sounds oh. good I went <laughs> and then but it ends with us on the stairs tell me more and yeah. we're all just like <laughs> we're all supposed to be doing they're supposed oh, to do this shit but it was so bad this was the live this was uh, the rehearsal <laughs> audience the rehearsal audience oh. but it was no better live because the live taping's out there oh. those summer Of, and Rick starts laughing at but it's just like when we did the test show everything failed everything was bad everybody was bad the audience for some reason was not laughing and then the end on that we're all on the staircase oh, no. supposed to have this grandiose this and then it ends with me going nah! you can hear you can hear me give him the note yeah no. I did I no. and then you also hear Rick go oh boy <laughs> yeah, and then Chris That's just opens great. his shirt with his chest. Oh, yeah, Chris. Which I think is like, 
Someone has to get a laugh here, so then Chris just... Yeah, he just did that and popped his shirt off while we're on the stairs. <laughs> and then the amazing. audience is like... Oh, no. <laughs> amazing. And then, it was supposed to be the big ending for now. Here's how bad it was. Okay. The next day, Bill goes, so we're not doing test audiences anymore. Oh, <laughs> we're just going to do a live. Wow. <laughs> so we never did a rehearsal audience amazing. again. He was so mad. Brent was, ruined test audiences. We all ruined it. Brent did it. I just really was the remembering ruin. I ruined it the most. I love that you could do this. <laughs> so funny. And you Bridget, even gave him the note. Gave him the note. And Bridget, yeah, he would try to help me because I said, I can't do that stupid thing. Because uh was supposed to help me. Uh, and then he would go, huh? And I was like, huh? Oh. <laughs> and Bridget, oh, such a pro. Bridget just kept it together. Yeah, she was the one kept it together. I didn't. And then he getting him the break was great because that's... I'm going to circle back to this now. So you're in drama school. There's a lot of girls. You just have to do plays. At drama school? Yeah. Or just do plays? No, you do classes. Like we did fencing, stage combat, voice work, mm. loads of yoga, script work, accents, loads of stuff. How did you get, like when you're in drama school out there, do they allow you to go audition? Do they want you to go audition no. for anything? Because that's the maybe, thing out here, they maybe, don't let you. Maybe in your last year yeah. where you're kind of segueing out of drama school, but I got offered a job between second and third year, like a musical to go and go to Germany and like... At the time, I was like, oh, you're going to pay me to go and do acting? I was like, fuck yeah. And then I yeah. went to the principal. He was like, no, no way. No oh, fucking Jesus. chance. You get kicked out. Did you get so, kicked out? No, I didn't do it. You didn't do it? Because oh, he wouldn't wow. let me. I ended up working a fucking working in a hotel bar for the summer instead, doing like 12-hour shifts, and I earned about a third as much. Bitter. Yeah. Bitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bitter is that principal. I could be singing. I could be singing. He's dead now. Hey. He's dead. Rest in peace. Silver line? Rest in peace. He was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He taught me a lot. So when you, but when you leave drama school. Yeah. Oh boy. I know. Ooh. I know. I'm trying here, but like BB, oh BBC one, like, you know what I mean? Like there's certain yeah. channels that are like the big, is BBC one the big one? I'm just saying what people, cause people. I don't know anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you guys have, have done they, your research. <laughs> they, they have shows out, out there like, uh, EastEnders and, uh, obviously, um, what's the huge one? Dr. Uh, the fuck's the big one out there there's uh, coronation street doctor who doctor who so i yeah. was right you you got to doctor huh, and couldn't remember <laughs> ooh. it wasn't you know the doctor what's it called <laughs> you forgot ooh. well something the only who. reason i did doctor that was who. because who. benedict cumberbatch was in doctor who yeah. no nope. Nope. nope okay sherlock uh sherlock isn't there a new Love one might have been girl. Into, what's that the new one's a girl right? jody whisker yeah. yeah she's amazing yeah. i know some things so i got confused in my mind because of dr strange and i was like what's not dr strange mm -hmm. dr who who is it doctor. so i'll stop myself <laughs> my point is there are a lot of procedural shows out there that a lot of actors just get to jump on like soaps certain... and stuff yeah 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 and so does is that like the transition is what i'm saying when you leave a drama school uh like... for some people not for me i couldn't even get an audition for those Really? Yeah. Even after baby. drama school? Five years, man. I, it was dry, dry, bleak. Hmm. Did not get any work. I was spraying perfume in department stores. I was dressing up as Santa. Really? Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. What got you it here? Was, uh, Talent. I, do you was know it in-betweeners? Kind of. I tell you what, my very first audition ever for, for a TV show was for Rome on HBO. Mm. Wow, I remember that. And I got down to the last two and I nearly... And then after that, it was just like... It was, man, it was fucking hard work. It was tricky. Yeah. Uh, the thing that got me out here, I did a musical in London. And somehow my agent now here in LA read a review or someone told him about it or something. And he was like, oh, I want to see that guy's stuff. And he was like, come out for pilot season. And then Undateable happened. Really? Wow. Yeah. Because you had already done like Game of Thrones. Yeah, right? I'd done like a load of the kind of cool British stuff. I saw you a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, I did like, for I was doing like part, smaller parts in like really cool shows mm. so, did you do the pilot of game of thrones no i was in second season really second, yeah so it was already a hit yeah so, so it's kind that. of like it it looks great on the resume right yeah. like yeah, if game you come out here game of thrones black mirror like that's not a, yeah i did like resume he does dope shit. Do, like doctor who game of thrones yeah like you said black mirror sherlock like all those cool wow. kind of geeky ones that kind of translate over here yeah which looks great on the resume but if you like put those clips together it'd be like eight minutes total yeah wow. so it's kind of cool you know and so who, who are you on Game of Thrones? Just for like the huge fans that are going to be like, I was a character was called... Pissing. I was called a, char a, Rennick, a character called Rennick. Season two, episode four. Rennick. And I'm dead by the credits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Rob He's Stark's pissing and he gets killed by the, uh, the Night Walkers. The Dire Wolf. Yeah. Are you saying pissing? I was pissing, yeah. I was yeah. Taking, you were taking a piss in the in, night? In the scene, yeah, yeah. 
and then Rob Stark's Die Wolf comes out and eats my face. You know, <laughs> nice. this is going to sound... I had to lay in a ditch for a day while they did a big crane shot of my guts and stuff. Really? I was in the ditch for like for six, seven hours. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I've never watched that show. Me neither. I've watched... Whole family. Yeah. I've watched this scene. And I just never... It's not that I don't want to. I just haven't had yeah. time. And it it's like, feels like a, like a commitment. Yeah, and honestly, it is. I watched the first season. I watched the, when it came out when I was living in Van Nuys with my cousin and Zach. Mm. And I watched the pilot, and I was like, I can get into this. And then I went to do shows, and I said, don't watch without me. I walked in on them watching the finale of the That's last it. episode of season one. Oh, and I went, really, guys? And so I had no interest to watch it because I was like, you just showed me the fucking guy I like the most being hung. Like oh, that wow. shit gets... Whoa, dude. Uh, whatever. And you said you were a second season? Second season. So that's when so it was still kind of porny, scene. right? It was still kind of... Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of great stuff. Yeah. There. There's, but, there's um, a bit in the second season that I accidentally what? ended up watching with my father-in-law. Ooh. And it was it was tense. Wow. It's funny you mentioned that. Like, I went and watched his scene, and it's funny you mentioned that you did enough, but if you put it together, it's eight minutes credit-wise and looks good on a resume because the reason I was watching it was because Bill Lawrence would be like, you know he's in Game of Thrones. You know, it would be stuff like that. And so in America, that, at least people go, I find that go, so funny Ooh. here. Like the, if that, that carries any currency, I find that so funny. But right. you're like, right. It is. Whoa, it's something Game on a resume. And people go, ooh, it's like Breaking Bad. Like he was on Breaking Bad. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if you died in two seconds. People just apparently like it. Like people that are producers like Bill and stuff yeah. go, he's in Game of Thrones. That's the only reason I went and watched that scene. And I was like, where is he? And then it went, I go, he died. He's and then what, what Black Mirror episode? Um, I think it's called A Million Merits or 15 Million oh, Merits. Oh, sure. With, on the bikes? Yeah. Yeah, I remember So I'm the fat guy that can't keep up on the bikes. <laughs> so when you break being, down what In Game of Thrones, done. I'm the fat guy that dies. Uh, Doctor Who, I literally... The, the, my part was... The director was like, okay, so he's kind of like, you know, do like a... You know, an out of breath kind of waddle <laughs> up the hill. Um, oh no! So in in Black Mirror, I'm the fat guy who can't keep up on the bikes, so I end up being a cleaner. Wow! And then they put me on a t like in the episode, they put me on a TV show where they like force feed me pies. <laughs> yeah, it's dark <laughs> so, stuff, so man. Sad. But you know what? When we were shooting that, because it was the first season, I was like, "What the fuck is this? Like, right. yeah. what oh. what is this shit? This is absolute dog shit." And then I saw the first episode. It was great. Where the prime minister has to fuck a pig. Yeah, you seen that? Yeah, it's oh, yeah. a crazy Jesus way to start a show. Christ, huh? yeah. I thought it was, it was one great. of the best things I'd ever seen. I know. Weren't you on Undateable when that came out too, or was that right after? I think it was Undateable? just after. Yeah, because I think I, no, it came out when we were shooting first season. I think it was something where it's like he's in Black Mirror. That's so cool. Yeah, was, and I was like, whoa, because yeah, because it, that became like a phenom. And then that kid got here. nominated for an Oscar for Get Out. Oh yeah. That's yep, right. he was the lead in that episode. Oh, that's Daniel right. Kaluuya. Yeah, he did get nominated for an Oscar in that. So uh, when you're out here though, and you're doing Undateable, and uh, we get canceled. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. We made it three seasons though. Nobody we did. Could give and a shit. Then and then we got to, to do it live. Big expensive house, and then we got canceled. <laughs> 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 but do you still have the house? <laughs> Didn't buy it. Shout out to Scott Ellis on this too, because he was oh, uh, yeah. one of the directors of Undateable, and he's this amazing director and producer of Broadway as well. And uh, I just remember, you know, when you leave a show, you don't you want to stay in touch. It's really hard to stay in touch. And then, you know, obviously, Dalia and I were seeing each other every night, and then Rick was we're married, so yeah. I saw him. But you wonder, like, you hope the best. You're like, what are Bridges going to do? She went to MIT, and then Bianca has a beautiful family. And then Literally all of a sudden, the hottest husband. Yeah, I know. Right. God damn it, Mike. Shout so out to Mike Hathard. So Just ripped. So it. ripped. And it's never going away. And then uh, great hair, too. It's, it's, that hairline's going nowhere. Yeah, it's going nowhere. Kids. Can you see? Just keep this to the back. No, you look good. Yeah, good. I was actually going to say, you look thinner and your hair is like, it's filling. It's good. Anyway, oh we'll cut that God. part. Um, <laughs> Wait, right, that's fine. <laughs> no, I keep bringing up hair transplants in every episode, so I keep getting people. <laughs> Thought so, and people keep hitting me up about hair transplants. I think we episode. talked about it in Rick's one as well. Yeah, you gotta. You know, I'm gonna do it. I'll look like Sonic the Hedgehog in a year. Yeah, but uh, all of a sudden you get School of Rock. How the hell does that happen? I auditioned for it on Broadway when I think it was between season two and three of Undateable. Oh, that's right. I, they fl did they fly you out? Yeah, I had to yeah. fly to New York to audition for it. Um, and it's one of those ones that kind of comes up, and you're like, oh, I could get this like because of the way i look and my comedic sensibilities yeah and do a bit of singing and all that stuff 
Um, I was like, oh, I think I could get this. And I got, I think I got down to the wire. And then there was a guy who was doing the workshops who they bumped up to do it. He was like ensemble in the workshop and they bumped him up. And he was Alex Brightman. He's fucking, he's brilliant. So he did it on Broadway. And then when Undateable got cancelled and they decided to do it in London, they called me and I had to go back to New York to meet Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber again. Oh my God. Uh, and the director. Um, and I think they just, at that point, I think they just met me because I think they wanted to keep me, they kept me in their pocket from the year before. So, um, so yeah, I went back to London for eight months to open that. And I remember because you would send videos too. So people don't, don't know School of Rock wasn't just a movie with Jack Black. It's a, it's an award-winning Broadway musical mm-hmm. written by Andrew Lloyd Webber. And uh, I actually wanted to ask you this because I never got to see it. Rick did. Rick sent me photos like yeah, a yeah. happy Jewish mom. And he was like, Brent would love this. Um, could you be British or you had to be American? American. Really? Yeah. I was always wondering that. Over there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Even over huh. there. Yeah. He just sent a video, though, when they were like, they're going to do it in London. And he's doing the job. And he sends a video of him having to rock out at an amphitheater in front of like 8,000 people. That's fun. <laughs> fun, yeah. right? Yeah, it's oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I, when I was in New York and I saw the oh, yeah, they were billboard, yeah. I think I took a picture and I sent it to you. Yeah. Yeah. So they they, they used my poster. like So they, they, they'll they do one photo shoot and they'll use that for the brand like all oh, around okay. the world. You're the brand. And I think because I look closest to Jack Black mm. of the guys that have done it, arguably then yeah they use they use my yeah because he was everywhere in new york and dc we would see him on buses we oh, saw yeah. i've had like... people from like text me from south korea and like wow. yeah new zealand australia oh, do, you yeah. ever, do you ever get recognized from it like just walking around uh in london yeah, yeah. oh no a couple here as well yeah from just the from the no, ad, see, they'd yeah. seen the show wow someone came up to me here and they were like i saw you in london like uh, yeah yeah because yeah, really cool. that's the other awesome. thing too because you got nominated for an olivier award yeah and Olivier is basically like a British Tony. <coughs> what, sorry? <laughs> I got emotional. <laughs> Brent's got wrong? some trauma it's around like, the Tonys. Tony. <laughs> Starts crying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that one clip of me trying to sing Grease is going to get me exiled from any yeah. potential Broadway career. Um, but that is like a British t- Tony. Yeah. It's like Olivier, you know? It's amazing. And he was yeah. nominated for that. That was cool, man. The Olivier Awards was, um, yeah, that was like probably one of the highlights of career so far did you ever feel like but you kept leaving to do television do you ever feel like you can be honest when uh they wanted to bring it to broadway and they're using your face but you're not in the show were you like why am i not in that or even when they did the pantages they brought school of rock to the pantages didn't they yeah they here and they didn't use you uh they so it was touring they asked me if i'd consider doing the tour yeah but i was i was like i can't man i gotta do pilot season and stuff it wasn't an offer they just they they i think they often kind of when they're recasting they kind of go out to old guys that have played it before interesting because it's quite hard to find guys that can do it because you have to be fat or chunky <laughs> you lost so much weight though doing it yeah i, d- I mean I, I just did it this I, I went back and i did five weeks and i lost like 30 pounds again Damn. it's crazy yeah. amount of work and these kids are like terrifyingly talented <laughs> there's a kid who sh- like shreds and he put puts the guitar behind his head and does this amazing solo wow. at the end and i stand behind him and i look at the audience and when he does it like people's faces they just go wow <laughs> like legit like primal like that's amazing yeah. wow when you're doing that you know and you're coming from uh well not coming from but when you're on undateable and it's so loose and we're obviously a bunch of fuck-ups and then even if you don't know that well you wouldn't know this but when we did the undateable stand-up tour david went and hosted oh. and did stand-up oh we mentioned this i think on the delia episode i think oh I think we maybe we did mention it what was yeah. that like like oh, he's dude. like done shakespeare you've in the done, park you've done shakespeare you've done broadway <laughs> What was that like for you? That was easily more scary than all really? of the other stuff. Oh man, because these pieces are shit, <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't fucking realize. So I, I would say to them, guys, do you mind if I um run some jokes by you? And they were like, yeah, maybe later, man. And I'd be like, can I? <laughs> I've got. So can I um? I've got some stuff written down. Can I? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll talk. The whole fucking thing is that you just get up there and you fuck up it's and you learn thing. and you get better the next night. But I was like. I'm being thrown on in front of what was it? House it was of the Blues first in Vegas. One was, I think it was Hard Rock in Vegas. It was the first show we had. How many he people? Was, I mean, it was 1,100 or something like. that. Yeah, you guys were doing like a theater tour, right? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and uh, uh, but awesome. I just remember, <laughs> I remember me and Dalia sitting backstage. You're supposed to do five minutes, and no, we, I was supposed to do ten. Were you supposed to do ten? Oh, I only at did the beginning. Three. I was supposed to do ten at the beginning. <laughs> Never done stand up. Burn through it in like 
two and a half. <laughs> and he gets out. He goes, "Good night." <laughs> and oh, we're like, man. "What?" And Ron is and just before, high as shit. Like, I guess I'm next. You know, <laughs> Ron. Just before I go, and he's like, "You know, you're gonna die out there." And I was like, "Yeah, Ron." Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> I mean, great. But I have to say, like, I didn't. I don't think I died. I don't think I kind of. I, I mean, I didn't fucking set the place alight, but. I did. I did. No, you I held your own. You didn't bomb. I, I, yeah, I didn't. I don't think I, I bombed. No, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the moment. One of the funniest fucking moments on the tour is we played Detroit. That was and I, that was the best show we had because the uh, sitcom took place in Detroit, and I didn't know we would actually have rabid fans who were fans it's a real of, home crowd. I think it was it? Magic Bag or something. It was some place that I actually think we should do next time we tour mm. or something. But um, all I remember is I'm backstage with Dalia and we're doing photos with Bill Lawrence, and he's out there and he's killing. Like nice. killing and getting comfortable, uh, like out of the mic stand, having a good sitting time. Sitting on the stool, <laughs> leaning, leaning on the mic. <laughs> and Dalia is with like me Mark backstage, Marin. and you know he's either half on his phone or then he's fully paying attention, or he's not. He, you don't exist. Right. So he, he hears all these laughs, and he goes and puts his phone down. And he goes and sees him killing. He goes, "All right, all right, let's go." All right. Uh, <laughs> he goes, up. he goes, wrap it up, wrap it up, making it fucking look easier than it is. Only, he goes, only done it four times. <laughs> he goes, couldn't be more upset. Get off, get off, get off, get off. Get That's off the so stage. funny. <laughs> and he goes, making me mad, making me mad. Cause then he'd That's be like, funny. and da da da. Ah. <laughs> and he goes, wow. and I'm furious. <laughs> like Chris was so mad That's that he's funny. killing. I was feeling it, but Chris said it. it was the funniest thing. He goes, get off the stage and get off the stage. Oh, <laughs> off on the road, good, Yeah, he got off. You would have thought he was 6'9 and like fucking the biggest penis. He Follow was like, that, boy. Yeah, yeah, he goes, all right. <laughs> wow. Do you know what? Do you know what made me quite relaxed doing that? I used to fucking, this sounds so stupid. I used to run pub quizzes. Where oh. I'd go and I'd host like a quiz, like a trivia like a night. Trivia yeah. night yeah. That makes sense. So I'd I'd spend like three, four nights a week just, but not yeah. realizing that I was doing bits and yep. yeah, yeah, to keep people's attention. I mean, that's yeah. where we all started at pub shows, basically doing that. You're yeah. just you're basically a host to the drunks to keep them engaged, looking at you. You're yeah. basically going, look at me, look at me, look at me, without saying, look at me. Right. Yeah, which I have, so. but which it's, we it's, do to each other all the time. Look yeah. at me, look at me, look yeah, at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's, that's it's, you, me, and Delia all the time. This is our impression of us hanging out. Look at me. Look, look at what me. I'm doing. Look at me. Look what I'm. Look, <laughs> look at me now. Look at this. Look at this. That's always what I'm going to say. No, 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 guys. I'm like, Chris does this. See you. Oh, man. Um, but I think, I think like, starting stand is one of the things that you you learn the quickest. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying you get good, but you learn very... Something? What he just said. No, because it's so... <laughs> I know what you're saying. Because you learn you the rules bomb, quick. Yeah. Because yeah. you bomb so hard. Right. You're like, that. that something in your brain goes and it attaches an emotion like, that can't ever fucking happen. I don't ever want to feel it's that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And you know what's... Uh, this is what why I brought it up, because you're talking about kids shredding behind their back and having these things. I was out with Tone Bell, a friend of ours, and this, this girl who was just leaving like a Broadway play or something. And Tone and I were sitting there and she's like... Well, you guys do stand up. That's hard. I go. Let me tell you something. I would much, I would much rather sit on a stage on Broadway, and figure it out for an hour with no material and just try to figure it out than be like forced to make sure I know the lines where I hit my mark right. and have to sing and dance the right way. Because when you're playing a character like in School of Rock, you can't just derail like Undateable and like be like, "Well, I'll do it again." Like they gave me a bit of freedom. They did because I was wondering, improvise. like, did you ever fuck really? up with all these yeah, successful did. kids? Oh, that's and they're cool. like, Ugh. you can't, you can't, you because you got to know where the kind of you can do a bit, but you can't like start riffing a whole scene. You can do lines here and there and throw in little bits and pieces. Right. And they let me improvise a lot, and then a lot, a lot of the stuff that we did in rehearsals found its way into the script. Hmm. And oh, then so now the guys who get the script in the North America tour, or Australia tour. It's like little bits that people have improvised from around. It's and now in it. Yeah. That's oh, cool. interesting. But yeah. like, you Even, have to do dance numbers in that as well. Kind, yeah, kind of. So that yeah. would freak me out. It's and like if I fucked that up. That's the, <laughs> that's the hard stuff as well. Because like, you got to be like, there was a guy that elbowed a kid in the nose and was like, Ooh. Oh. yeah, so you got to be careful with that stuff. Like, I'm, my hands are still covered in cuts and bruises and like wow. that show. Like, you just got to really keep going. Out. Like yeah, when you, that happens, you, you're jumping off desks and you're doing like forward rolls and flips and wow. falling off chairs. And what was the what was the worst injury you had? My shoulder came out of its socket. What oh, mid God. mid show during a show? Yeah, what happened there? It was it was so innocuous. He was, was rocking like, hard. Yeah, he was rocking so fucking hard. <laughs> um, I just I, I got a, like a, a predisposition to it anyway because I'm so I just literally I 
threw my arm up with that to point and I just oh. heard oh. fizz in the pop and it was like <laughs> and I looked down and it was just like flopping oh, no. and the kids at this point in that in that scene the kids are like lined up in front of me with their backs to the audience and I see I look at one of them and he just goes white he's like because he can see what's happened like, oh, yeah. he's just like and it was just before the That's intermission crazy. yeah my brother has that same hat yeah. he had a corrective surgery on it but yeah one yeah. of those things if you were like look at that anything, over there anything up there is yeah. the danger zone and so wait, um, how, did you, what did you have to do? Like, when it was I, out? I, I put it back in because you can kind of like maneuver it, to it and it doesn't go, it doesn't click. It does this like, ugh, yeah, ugh, kind ugh, of sound. Jesus. I get sucking back in. It's disgusting. And then in the intermission, so there's, only, there's always four guys who know the part. There's the guy playing Dewey and you got an alternate who does three a week. You do five, he does three. And there's the first cover and the second cover. So the alternate is already at the pub three pints in because he did the matter day today. He's already done the matter day. <laughs> wow. yeah, yeah. The first cover's on holiday, on vacation. The second cover, because it's early in the run, hasn't ever run the show yet. Oh, wow. So he doesn't know it. So in the intermission, I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then I see the second cover pop his head in the door. And he's like... <laughs> and he's just sweating. Oh, I'm no. like, fuck it, I'll go on. Don't worry, yeah, I'll do the second act. Oh, so wow. I just had to strap it up and like I just held it like that oh, first. Wow. Yeah. Was it hurt like killing you the whole time? Or you kind of the adrenaline like took you through it? Adrenaline and also like um it, it doesn't it feels stiff, but it, it's not a real pain once it's back in. It's the kind of discomfort of it, the weakness, and it feels like it's gonna pop out. Mm. But yeah, like yeah. I, I never realized what adrenaline can do, man. Like in this I went back this time to close it. Um, and I did five weeks and for two weeks in the middle I had really bad insomnia really and I did three shows on zero sleep and Whoa. I couldn't fucking believe that I was able to do it wow. That's... you get to 7.30 and something just goes bang like it's kind of adrenaline yeah, yeah. Yep. even with stand up that happens sometimes yeah. like, yeah. I'm yeah. exhausted and I yeah. just won't think about it he's been with me when I'm throwing up in Houston remember Yep. and I was like told you be close because I might not yep. be able to finish the show and then I end up and he gets killing it an hour okay. Wow. Yeah, an hour, yeah. and uh, just throw him under the bus. It's a common theme. Coincidentally, when Jason was with Delia in Houston, Delia was going to shit his pants. Oh, <laughs> oh! I think I heard Delia talk We're, about this on. I'm podcast. in the green room, and somebody runs and goes, "Chris is calling you." I go, "What?" <laughs> He's on stage. He goes, "Chris is calling you out on stage." I go, "What's going?" On? So I run out. I was like, "What's up?" And he goes, "I got to take a shit." <laughs> Into and the so mic. I go, I go on stage. Did people hear? Yeah. So what does he say? Oh, he what does he say it. to the people? He says, I'm, I have to take a shit. <laughs> yeah. To Did this play out? To the whole room. Yeah. And then he goes. Oh, wow. I go on stage and I do some bits. And then he's done. And yeah. <laughs> I shit my wow. pants. I shit my pants in the show. Really? Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Oh, Here we wow. go. I shit my pants in the first run. I did. I remember. <laughs> it happened twice. You, there's a particular bit where I sing this note. Twice. I'm up on this desk and I'm singing at the kids, and the kids run off, and I do this big like oh, it's no. like a lay mis like note that you do. Yeah. Um, go listen, study, love. Oh, <laughs> and no. I came off, and I go to my dress because my dresser, like the dresser, Mandy, if you're watching, um, she's amazing. So that you've got this dresser that follows you around if you're playing yeah. Dewey because you're like she, you got. You come off stage, you change, and you're covered in sweat. Yeah. It's not coming out. You're like, you're just wired. So she knows what you need before. And I'm like, Mandy, uh, I shit my pants. <laughs> and you got, you got like a minute, maybe a minute and a half and that's... to clean it up. And then this time, so you wear this, da- I wear this dance belt. So it's like a thong. Yeah. What do you call it here? A thong? A thong? Yeah. A thong? So I'm wearing a thong because it holds the microphones. Oh, some okay. people like to wear like the band. Like a jock strap or Like something. a jock, yeah. yeah. Some people wear the band with the mics, but I feel like it gets in the way. Um, so yeah. I wear it down here. So I got this thong on. And um, it was the intermission again. I was like, Mandy, I think I think it happened again. <laughs> <laughs> and I took it off and th- there it was. Man. What was her reaction little, though? Oh, and man, they're like, they're like, I've seen it all. Don't worry. That's how I was going to ask. Because yeah. if she was surprised, that'd be one thing. She's but if she's not, I'm like, how many people have shit their pants yeah. in these award-winning shows? She's seen all kinds of shit, that's man. That's great. Yeah. That's great. I was wondering if you and changed, that's when you too. guys got a lot closer. Yeah. You have to say those words to somebody that you're not sure how close you are with it. Hey. Yeah. I shit my pants. Yeah, <laughs> Mandy, I know. But and then they look at you, go, "It's gonna be okay." Yeah. Any of those dressing rooms, there's just like a medicine cabinet of snuff. There's like oh, Imodium. Man. There's antiseptic. Like if really, any, yeah, yeah. All the lotions and stuff. How many times do you have to change outfits in a show like that? In that one, fuck, seven or eight. 
Wow. Yeah, because you can't just be a sweaty teacher in the second scene. Like, I after mean, a dance dude, there's number. some like I take the shirt off and you can do <laughs> that and feel like wow, I'm, like yeah, wow. yeah, because it's a lot of movement. Like it's crazy. That's some commitment. But it's also yeah. the co- the costume and you as love well. doing it. Yeah, that's amazing. It's the costume as well. Like I had like a shirt and then like a wool tank top, yeah, corduroy jacket, oh, like wow. under the lights and all that. Yeah, I mean the wor- yeah. that's a water workout. I mean, Jesus, yeah. I did. I wore a Fitbit for the first the first run and like my heart rate was at like one seventy for a lot of the show. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, I coughed in everybody's ear. Yeah. Sorry. It just falls off, man. I'm but getting it's, the corona um, bone. It's hard to keep it off when you finish. I've already, I think I've already put on like four pounds this week. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. I mean, way. it's like an athlete. Everybody who retires from basketball gets yeah. fat as shit the second yeah. they're done. Because <laughs> yeah. you're not used to, no human being is supposed to do, nobody does that much exercise and work a week. That you're yeah. doing in a show like that, I need, I'd, I'd need to do no other like gym stuff. You, you compl- like yeah, your cardio is just like, yeah, it's incredible, yeah, it's amazing. But undateable, I have to say, and the and the tour, like helped so much with School of Rock. Really? Yeah. In terms of like feeling comfortable in front of an audience, if something, if you do it, if you try something and it doesn't get a laugh, you just kind of go fuck it. it doesn't yeah. matter. Like that ability to cross it off and just yeah, yeah. That was a hard thing for me and Dalia in particular to learn that Bill used to drill in our heads like, stop chasing the laugh. You'll get your laughs. Because we would start doing shit that was wrong just because we either run it all week and we were so bored of it and we weren't getting the same laugh we wanted because mm. the laugh is infectious, makes us confident. But even from a run through, yeah. we're not getting that laugh. Now we're adding extras or doing Especially something. Especially as comedians, you're chasing that laugh. Yeah, that's all we're doing. So, so much good stuff, I think, gets cut in sitcom because it's a good gag at the start and then just as the week goes on naturally the laughs progressively die out because you've heard it a million times but it's not wrong and I so Bill would always be like don't joke the joke that was one thing he always used to say Hmm. and then he would say uh, and stop chasing a laugh he goes you'll get your fucking laughs and that was something I had to really be comfortable in because in stand up you learn really not just about killing when you get good and you kill it's one thing but it's really about being comfortable with silence. Yeah. Yeah. Like being able to sit in it and not care that Dude, there's not laugh like, every second. I said this I said this to my wife. We saw Mark Marin a few months ago. Uh-huh. The way he just sits. Yeah. yeah. And it's so easy and so I comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Because you start to get like uh especially when you're I know headlining I'm funny. and you got more time and you can yeah. stretch your legs and you know that and you learn that the silence means they're listening. Yeah. Yeah. That it'd be a problem if they were talking amongst themselves. Yeah. 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 But when there's, it's quiet, they're just waiting for the next thing you're going to say. Yeah, and it's, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, it's, as an audience member, it's always just about feeling safe in that person's hands. Mm-hmm. Like, they cannot be, like, I saw Mulaney do, trying out loads of new material at the, he just like, did, what, what do they call it, a walk-in. He came yeah. and did a walk-in. Popped and in. he was doing like 20, 30 minutes. First 10, he was getting almost zero laughs. But you felt completely safe with him. So yeah. he, he, he yeah. held the audience that confidence yeah that yeah confidence. that's so that's so true actually. him and chris rock that night came and did yeah. walk-ins i was like <laughs> where was first in the cellar oh yeah, my first week in the states yeah really your first yeah. week in the states and philip seymour hoffman was standing at the back he came oh, with yeah rest in peace wow. yeah well fucking idiot idiot it's <laughs> 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 my favorite scene boogie nights baby watch that too fucking idiot so where do you consider home now <laughs> i don't know man it's just wherever the wherever the work is <laughs> yeah i guess but i think I'm just getting too old for it, you know? Yeah. Just moving around all the time. It's night, like, when I first moved here, I was like, yeah, I'll do, like, go do the big American sitcom, and I'll go back, and I'll do some fucking Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll do some craft. You kind of yeah. did that. <laughs> kind of, but then, like, you're like, oh, well, you know, I'm 36. Do I want to go and do a play for, like, 600 bucks a week? And, you know, like, that's a lot of money to a lot of people, but, like, when you've got a green card, that's and you're all paying it is double for, tax. For, when and, you do Broadway? Some things, yeah, like yeah. the musical that I did that the agent here saw the review of yeah. at the Donmar, they pay like, yeah, 500 bucks, 600 wow. bucks a week. A lot of work. But I mean, you know, that's that's a, that's a lot of money to a lot of people, but you know, you're paying double tax and you have to pay for flights and right. it's just, yeah. it beca- sometimes double rent, it becomes like a logistical fucking nightmare. That's true, and London is not cheap. So um, I just, uh, just want to sit down for a bit, you know? Do that. I just want to sit down. You're doing that here right now? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. You got to yeah, stay over. here. Stay here. Oh, we miss you. <laughs> Damn it. Stay with the idiots. Yeah. Be with us. You know, you can go to London whenever you want. Yeah. And people don't care about your accent in London. They do here. Yeah, it's a novelty here. Still. <laughs> still, I can't still believe it. it. Oh, my God. I love your accent. <laughs> it's, I'm like, it's you're so cultured. I know. You sound so smart. 
<laughs> I'm really fucking up, man. <laughs> Will, what yeah. are we at? We're like just an hour. Whoa. That was perfect timing. Did it. All right. Uh, I want to do one thing, though, because uh, like you say started. you can't do accents. I can't. I want to hear you read Macbeth. Oh, for no. I can't do. I could do like like a Latino accent. Yeah, do that. Do, do I don't have an accent. Name something, and I want to do. Let's do an accent because here's what I will say. Jason is a mimic. He can yep. he can embody things like he mm-hmm. doesn't like the way Jamie Fox does that. Like with Ray and shit. This guy can embody things like I'm okay crazy. At it. Like You're do the thing you do on the road though. Where you talk about uh, um, we talk about John Legend. Like sometimes we're on the road together. Like he'll do thirty minutes and I'll do an hour. Oh, and then if if it's like a musical city like Austin or Nashville or something, Mm -hmm. I have them have a piano on stage and then we improvise twenty minutes of music so that you get Baby Grand in your rider. Oh yeah, I love that actually. That's a good thing to bring up or an upright. But uh, he did this one time where he goes. You ever notice that John Legend always sounds like he's about to throw up? And I'm like, what? I did it once on the road. (laughs) I said, Legend sounds like he's about to throw up between every. Every lyric, and then I would sing. Yeah, could you do Girl, it? Girl, I'm in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't the honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> like, out of nowhere, he'll do shit like that, and I go, What the hell was that? Or if he's telling a story, be like, And then this guy, and then he'll do the whole accent of that guy. guy. Yeah, but yeah. that's how like, I tell stories when I was a kid. So I know, but that's what you got a lovely singing voice as well, man. Yeah, oh, thank you. So good. Mm-hmm. I called him when I was auditioning for Frankie Valley, which he couldn't hit the high. Obviously, he can't hit it. And he Whoa, goes, wait, what? For what? For the movie? For the movie, yeah. yeah. And I couldn't do that note because it was similar to the Grease He says, thing there's a song where it's like, walk like I'm... Can't do it. So I, yeah, he's yeah. like, what's up? And he's mowing his I lawn. I answer the phone, mowing the lawn. What's like, up, man? What's going on? <laughs> I got to do this fucking Frankie Valley shit. I can't hit these high notes. He goes, oh, you mean like this? Walk like a man. And he goes, god damn it. <laughs> Fuck I'm you, up. Jason. <laughs> do it. Walk like a no. man. Oh, boy. <laughs> I sung that with... Remember when the Backstreet Boys came on? Oh, yeah, on yeah, Undateable. Yeah. I sung that in karaoke with one of the Backstreet Boys. Really? Oh, yeah. That's great. Oh my God, with the... Uh... Howie. Oh, thank God you said that. Yeah, it's on YouTube. I was going to say the Me and him one. singing more like a man. Well, you just... I did it. You did it. You did what? You said Well, because I said, thank God you said his oh. name because I was going to say the little one. He goes, well, you just said it. He's a person <laughs> too, man. Yeah. He's the impressive one. Yeah. He was amazing. Just yep. so you know, uh, Howie and the Backstreet Boys was... Do you remember Chris's joke about Nick? and everything? Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Oh, By boy. the way, shout out to the Backstreet Boys because oh, they were amazing. awesome. And they destroyed you and Rick at Boston. No, no, no. Okay, Brian what happened Nick. is Brian and Nick Fucking... beat us, but it was because we could have beat them. Just everybody shut up. And Rick put it on Instagram Live or something too, so everybody saw us lose, or Periscope at the time. And uh, we lost, and we both shouldn't have lost. But I, I remember going back, and I was so defeated right before the show, and Rory Scovel, shout out to Rory Scovel, comes in... <laughs> Because he's supposed to be in a strip club with cowboy boots. Or the cowboy in the Daisy Dukes. With a vest, no shirt underneath, and the hat. cowboy the hat. hat, sparkled, bedazzled. He goes, what's wrong with you? Because I'm, <laughs> I'm, look, I'm looking in the dressing room mirror like, I just lost I just lost basketball to the Backstreet Boys. And without hesitation, Rory goes, well, they've been together for 20 years. That's great. Then you hear ching, ching, and he walks up. That's great. So funny. It's true. Those guys know how to play. That episode was so good. I do miss doing that type of show, man. Was that the last ever episode? Yeah, I think so. Because that's when I proposed or something. Yeah. I will oh, say even boy. even as as watching it like I watched Undateable and everything and the live and the live was so good and yeah. fun like as like a person just watching it like it was re- it translated you to see what was gonna happen maybe it was, it was so funny. maybe it was, it was one so of those fun. things where people were like because it was on Friday nights as well I think it kind of lumped us in with SNL where like oh I'll watch it tomorrow well you know the the thing is is we'll be dead honest now cares we're not in the show they put us back to back episodes during Memorial Day weekend or Labor Day weekend to open the show mm. in the mid, in the summer which is what they call the burn section because yeah, they're trying off. to get rid of us yeah. we killed it so much they had to bring us back We're Bob Greenblatt Bob opening, Greenblatt yeah. never liked us he hated yeah. the show and so then they put us on uh again for season 2 they had to put us on and they put us on uh, I don't know if that's when they did Friday I mean we did 10 episodes season 3 <laughs> we did 10 episodes and then uh when we did live that was like a last push for Bill Bill Lawrence really taught me a lot about business with that show of how to try to keep a show that you believe in on the air but then they put us on Fridays which they haven't had comedy in 10 years on NBC on a Friday and then they did live East Coast West Coast tape because we did the Ed Sheeran one in season 2 and uh, the thing is SNL wasn't live East Coast West Coast until after we did it Yeah. and then out of nowhere right after we did a whole live season now you're seeing all these live episodes you know so we kind of started. You guys are the pioneers. Yeah. But also, my thing that I loved about our show, doing it live, 
I don't give a shit if you can nail it live. Like, right. I might as well just see a taped version of the show. The fact that Bill would throw out shit about our real lives and all these things and yeah, just really yeah, yeah. fuck us up. Yeah. And, like, really bring shit out that doesn't need to be said, you know? Right. With his tequila in hand, like, say this about Chris. <laughs> and then walk away. <laughs> just to see how you react on live television was the most fun. Yeah. And, by the way, most terrifying for all actors on the show. Right. Because we were all wondering... Is it me? Are they gonna get me this episode? I man, I do miss doing that. That was a fun time. This was a fun time. Yeah, you're awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming. Man. Yeah, thanks for. Thanks for. No, 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 hey, Brad, Brad, fucking Brad. idiot, idiot. Why, man? Fucking, by the way, just you think in that scene, Philip Seymour Hoffman in the car scene when uh, when uh, Paul Thomas Anderson is shooting that scene, Here, and they go action, he goes, fucking idiot, and does that scene, yeah. and when do you think we need to? Went cut. He was like, "You all right, man?" <laughs> He's so good like in that real scene. Real drummer, so actor. Yeah, like, oh, well, you all right, man? Look, Well, I have to go to the bathroom, guys. Yeah, I gotta go get. To I gotta get the hell out of here. Love your faces. By okay. the way, that's my favorite thing to do when when somebody's trying to leave before you leave. Say you gotta go to the bathroom. I just did. I gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah, you know what? I gotta get out of here hey, first, man. No, no. Whoa. <laughs> See, that's a power move. <laughs> Bye, everyone. We are friends.